0: kids present, Long Strange Trip, a journey into the publication history of Marvel's Master of the Mystic Arts. Let's place the eye of Agamotto on the Sorcerer Supreme himself, Dr. Steven. Strange, broadcasting from his own Sanctum Sanctorum, is our host, Angus. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening to Long Strange Trip, a Dr. Strange Journey. In this episode, we will be covering Strange Tales, Volume 1, Number 114, from November 1963. And our story is The Return of the Omnipotent Baron Mordo. Doctor Strange, Master of Black Magic. The Return of the Omnipotent Baron Mordo. In Strange Tales, Number 110 and 111, we introduced the mystifying Doctor Strange. Then we waited to receive your letters to see if you would want him continued. Well, your enthusiastic mail left us only one choice, and so we proudly present the third in our newest series. In this episode, Baron Mordo calls on Doctor Strange to ask for help, disguised as Doctor Strange's old friend, Sir Clive Bentley. Strange travels to Bentley's castle in England. Inside the castle, he finds it abandoned. Strange is trapped then by paralyzing vapors of Baron Mordo's magical candles. The Ancient One contacts Dr. Strange, but Strange wishes to overcome Baron Mordo alone. He tells the Ancient One that he must face Mordo to prove that he is worthy ultimately of being his heir. So he issues a mental command or thought To a nearby woman who is in a different building, home, adjacent to the estate. That woman comes to the castle and extinguishes the candles. The woman is actually Victoria Bentley, daughter of Lord Bentley, who has been dead for approximately a decade. Mordo returns attacking Strange with his mental powers and orders Doctor Strange to kill Victoria. She apparently possesses a mystical talent that Baron Mordo doesn't want her to recognize that she has and therefore become a threat to the power that Baron Mordo wishes to wield and that Doctor Strange also possesses. The last thing he would want would be another rival. Just then, Doctor Strange arrives Yes, but this time in his mortal form. It appears that the Doctor Strange that has been in the castle this entire time has been a projection of Doctor Stephen Strange and not the mortal form. With that being the case, Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo do battle in a mystical astral projection dimension until Baron Mordo gives up and disappears and thus ends... The return of the omnipotent Baron Mordo. This is a fitting continuation of the story that was started back in Strange Tales number 111, where Baron Mordo was introduced and depicted as Doctor Strange's main rival here on Earth. That being said, this is a variation on a theme. You would not get a differentiation or a further building out of the Doctor Strange mythos until we get beyond the climax of Strange Tales number 115, which we already had previously covered. And that was essentially Doctor Strange defeating Mordo and making himself the heir apparent to the Ancient One. The issues that would follow then would begin to build out Doctor Strange's world as it would pick up steam and momentum as both Steve Ditko was able to get the time to plot out story arcs and as Stan Lee would be able to provide his hand on the majority of the dialogue and scripting between the characters in collaborating with Steve Dicko. Now, the strengths of this particular book reside in Dicko's artwork. Ditko does a great job of showing the transformation from the Sir Clive Bentley character back into Baron Mordo, who had been disguising himself both physically and voice-wise as Sir Clive. Another fantastic element in this is Steve further leaning into his love of the spirit, that absolutely brilliant, creative touchstone that Steve Ditko channeling Will Eisner would then bring to the Doctor Strange comic from the shadows that come off of the Sanctum Sanctorum and the light that's coming in to the very eerie, abandoned castle over in England to the portrayal of Dr. Strange talking with the Ancient One in an astral projection form. That is really cool. This floating head and of Dr. Strange and the conversation between him and the Ancient One are just exquisitely drawn. It's very, very cool stuff. I really was digging what Ditko was putting down on the page. It's very smoky and ethereal, and oh, it's it's just lush to take in. Really good stuff. In addition, I would say the highlight of this book is in the final battle between Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo in their astral forms. When they are duking it out in their astral forms, that is an amazing piece of artwork to have both of the physical beings standing across from one another. And then the way in which Ditko drew their larger astral forms coming out of this cloud of purple smoke and these yellow lightning bolts intertwining between the two as they are casting blows against one another and battling it out. That is a very, very, very cool scene. It would be one of the first times that we would see an actual battle scene taking place, an astral plane battle scene with Doctor Strange, and there would be more, more trippy, psychedelic, Goodness to come in this series. This just being that first stages of Dicko feeling his way through how he wanted to portray these type of scenes in the comic. Overall, this is a fun little story. It continues the build-up towards the showdown between Mordo and Doctor Strange. Deepening that rivalry. And now that we have reintroduced our characters and set the stage, our series gets into high gear next issue. We hope you'll be here. And that is no better way to close out this story. The return of the omnipotent Baron Mordo.